I'm Arielle. And I'm Ricky, and together we make the Bravo Critics. This is the place where we discuss pop culture news and all things Bravo. We'll also have interviews with some really cool people, including some of our favorite Bravo celebrities. So grab a drink and hang with us. Everyone's a critic. Welcome back, Bravo Critics, and happy November. Um, Ariel and Ricky here, just here for a Bravo Critics critique of the week. Ariel, what's going on? What's up? Happy November, bud. I am, like, so here for this because, you know, it's officially my season. It is Christmas time. (laughs) So I'm so excited. Are you already feeling in the holiday spirit? Yes. And before people start yelling at us, I understand that Thanksgiving does exist and it exists purely from the Wednesday before Thanksgiving through that Sunday. And then it is like back to Christmas. So it's Christmas now until the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. I'll give us a few days and then it's full Christmas mode again. That's that's my motto. Do you agree with that? I I think that's a little early. I like to have a little (laughs) bit of Christmas start happening around Thanksgiving. I don't start putting out the decorations until after, though, because my house is it just feels like my house gets to be such a clusterfuck with all of the food and stuff from Thanksgiving that it's yeah. like I just need to get past that, clean the house again and then put out all my good stuff. What about I, you? When do you start decorating? Well, I 100 percent agree with that, although this is going to be the first year I like usually do like. Halloween decorations and then I do a full month of fall decorations and I really like enjoy the fall part but I my scheduling is a little crazy this year so I have to decorate for Christmas the weekend before Thanksgiving so I'm going to be doing that next weekend and I'm going to be basically doing like that fall deep clean and then get up the Christmas decorations so this is going to be my first Thanksgiving with Chris with the Christmas tree up so Wow, that's going to be kind of, that's going to be interesting. So when do you take yours down? Are you uh, before New Year's or after New Year's? Oh, come on, you should know better. I, it's, <laughs> it is definitely after New Year's. I usually do it like the second or the third, but I think last year I left it up for a full week after. So the seventh is like the latest I'll keep it because then by then it's like, messy and I need to like dust and vacuum and get all the glitter and just like by then I'm ready for it to go away but then the house feels empty and then I feel sad (laughs) it is weird how empty the house feels but yeah usually for me it it really all depends on where New Year's Eve falls in like the week and with my time off because I take off like the two weeks around Christmas and New Year's so it's always usually the Sunday before I go back to work is when I put it all away and then you know, you wake up the next morning depressed that winter break's over and you have to go back to work and yeah, it'll be another year. I know. That's why it's good to have a vacation planned after the new year, because then you have something to look forward to when like the, the holiday blues kick in, you know, because then you're like, okay, now the holiday's over. The excitement of New Year's is over. And I don't, I mean, I don't like party for New Year's. So, you know. It's yeah, kind of like I need a vacation. So and BravoCon is not until October. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, when going to BravoCon, it almost feels like I've already had Christmas. Like, yeah, it's just have. amazing. Oh, my gosh. So but 
you know, I don't have anything, any special vacation plans for Christmas this year. I wish I did, but what I will be doing is I'll be hanging out at home watching um, the new Below Deck. There's going to be regular Below Deck coming back soon, which is really exciting. You know, they announced at BravoCon that Fraser is going to be the new uh, Chief Stew. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yay. And Cap that's Captain Lee then, right? Yeah. And so this will be Rachel's last season because we all saw her have her little moment on social media, which I was totally living for it. Like, makes me sad that she won't be coming back. But it's just so funny when, like, these stars do get burnt. I mean, it's just like these people are, you have to remember, they're like employees of a company. So, like, they see Bravo as the man. So, like, fuck you. You exploited me. I'm out. Yeah, they're basically, well, because, but I do recall seeing her post some promotion for the show during BravoCon, which I thought was interesting given the fact that she went apeshit on Bravo, you know, Bravo. And they were like, hey, Rachel, we respectfully ask that you take down the hate talk at Dust or Austin, whatever. And she's like, eat my cooter. <laughs> eat my cooter. <laughs> I think that that must be something that's like part of their contract or something. And like, they're like, well, you're not getting paid unless you do like your weekly social media post. You have to post as soon as we announce it, yada, yada, yada. Um, but that one's going to be coming up. You know, I'm, I'm going to be missing below deck med. I feel like it's been a pretty good season and we're going to lay that one out for you guys. Um, when the finale comes up, just kind of a whole season. Um, and I think peacock. it's hard with that because not everybody has peacock. Yeah. And so we, you know, I do. And so does Ricky. So we are ahead a week of everybody. And sometimes it's hard for us to remember, wait, did everybody see this? And we don't want to be that podcast that gives spoilers. Um, so we, we just thought, all right, with this one, we're just going to wait until the season's done. And then we'll just do a little recap and, you know, if, if we feel it's a worth a full episode, then we'll give you a full episode. But if not, then, you know, maybe we'll tag team it with something else. But yeah, I and so I agree. It definitely makes it difficult because, you know, it's just hard to say what week people are on. I have a friend that has some sort of cable that allows her to watch it early too. like it like comes on her DVR sometime like Saturday at midnight. But it's weird. I don't know. But I'm excited for that um, finale. Um, it's been an, an interesting season. I've been glad to not have Malia. Um, another show that I just started watching uh, that premiered this last week is Below Deck Adventure. Um, are you going to give that one a shot, you think? Yes, it's on my DVR. I wanted to try to watch it. Um, but, you know, I've been a little distracted with uh, Christmas movies. So, you know, I am who <laughs> I am. Because um, Hallmark is doing the countdown to Christmas. So I've been a little distracted with that. But I will say that this one is going to be a little harder, I think, for me to actually get on my DVR and hit play for just because it's different. And I'm like, I'm not always good with change, but I'm open to it. Yeah. And like, and then the fact that like Heather's going to be on it. So I'm like, okay. Cause that was, that's a little enticing. So to have a housewife pop up, cause that's always fun when they do that. So we'll see. I'll watch it. I'm going to watch it. So we'll report back on that guys. Give me a week or two. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that it's going to be a good show. Like sort of meeting the cast and seeing the preview and stuff like that. It looks like there's some, a potential for some really wild shit to go down. But we'll see. Sometimes the way they match, like the way that they mash up the below deck commercials, all Bravo shows should take note of how they piece together those below deck 
It's like the good old days. Like yeah. when they used to do the summer promo commercials and all that kind of stuff. That's what that gives me the vibe of. Well, can you refresh my memory very quickly and briefly? And maybe for anybody who's listening who doesn't know either. Um, what is supposed to be different about this season? They're doing like, like is it like the challenge type stuff? Because, you know, I love MTV The Challenge. So are they doing like advent like challenges or what? I'm not even completely sure. I think that there's more of like an excursion nature to it. So I don't know if that, like what all that includes, maybe like hiking on glaciers and stuff like that, but. But the crew is. Participating. Participating with the, with the guests. Okay. Yeah. To me, it's like, they're basically like adventure tour guides. Are they on a yacht? Yeah. It's a, it seems like it might be a smaller boat. I'll, I'll have to report back on that, but okay, we'll report um, back guys. We're going to watch this and see it. We're give us a couple episodes so we could really kind of, absorb yeah, let us get in the groove of it. Yeah. Like, so we can kind of learn the characters because these are probably all going to be new people. So we got, we got to assess the sitch. So we'll, we'll, you know, stay tuned. We'll, we'll report back. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I'm sad because Real Girlfriends in Paris is over. I didn't think I was going to like the show originally, and then I ended up liking it. It was just kind of nice getting to know the girls. It's lighthearted. I love those shows. I mean, that's sort of how I feel about Family Karma. Like, you know, there's some little, like, sprinkles of drama and stuff like that in there, but just, like, a nice, lighthearted show about a group of people. How many episodes did we get, Ricky, of Girlfriends in Paris? It wasn't a large season, right? No, I, f- I feel like it was maybe somewhere between 10 and 15. I was going to say, I don't even think it was 15. Because I was going to say it, somewhere between maybe 8 and 10. I got uh, maybe four or five episodes in. And... I am going to go back to it and finish. Um, I did like it. And honestly, I don't know why I got off, you know, off track with it. So I don't think I have too many episodes to catch up on. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a little slow. So you probably went down on one of like the slower episodes. Because I mean, you know, it's always like this. I mean, I feel like Bravo always like runs into some snags when they try to put out new shows because some of their other shows when they premiere like Salt Lake City, they're just so wild right out of the gate that you're almost like expecting that. And it's like, all right, let's, there's sometimes a slow buildup of it, but yeah. I, I, I'm hoping it comes back. We'll see. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I, I'm going to watch it. And so I think that it's worthy of a second season. And I've been hearing that from a lot of, a lot of people. So hopefully they'll get another chance. You know, I know you don't watch this, but winter house has been on um i think that we're a couple episodes into that and it has been a wild season so far and you know i know that you don't care for craig and you know i do care for craig and craig is not a good look on this season i can't justify one of his actions he is a straight I've seen like the trailer and you know of course like I'm on social media just like everyone else so I sometimes see like little clips and stuff and I'm like Craig's showing his ass again yeah like there was like one scene where they showed him like punching a pinata and things going crazy like everywhere and it looked like he was being angry and that was actually one scene he wasn't he was just being a frat boy punching a pinata so that wasn't actually an angry moment but he's been a real jerk on this season and it's honestly really hard to watch because I can't defend his actions. I feel bad for Paige. 
Um, it's not a cute look for her either. Obviously, we know we get through this. And she has commented saying things like, you know, I wouldn't, he would never behave that way now. We were still really new in our relationship. That was the first time we spent a lot of time together now. It's like, wait, wasn't this just like six months ago? I mean, I, I just feel like Craig is going to continue to like, prove to Paige that he's not maybe like the right fit for her. I know it's like they're all cute and stuff now, but I I just don't see Craig being Paige's end all. No, I don't think so, but I am enjoying them and liking that there's another couple outside of Amanda and Kyle and Lindsay and Carl. So it's cute. And I really enjoy the crossover. I like Paige on Southern Charm, which that wrapped up too. They asked her who she's closest with, and she said Madison, which I love because that's a total vibe. So it's definitely um, a good season. They brought on this one new girl, though, on Winter House that I don't care for, and she looks exactly like Lindsay, and she thinks that she's, like, the hottest thing since sliced bread. I've heard um, people calling her, like, dollar store Lindsay. Oh, for sure. She has dollar store Lindsay, and apparently there's some – Paige is going to go ham on her ass next week, so I can't wait for that oh my god <laughs> but also and then uh, you know and i don't want to talk about this too much because i feel like this deserves a full-blown episode so everybody feel free to send um you know slide into ricky's dms about this because he has not been watching the kardashians like he needs to i know and i'm bad on my homework he is so feel free to harass him via dms with a little bit of love saying get your ass you know in gear and watch the new season of the Kardashians because I love it. Are you liking it so far? I like it. I mean, it's a different vibe for sure, but I'm really enjoying just the fashion, how you're getting to see a lot more of the luxury and just the fun stuff that we really started loving about reality television when we had the early years of Beverly Hills. And I feel like we're getting a lot of the glam. These are some rich bitches. Okay. And, see, and, and we're seeing it now. You, like I liked when they weren't quite this rich. Cause like, I don't know, as I was watching, so I've watched about half of the original, like keeping up with the Kardashians. And I watched the first season of just the Kardashians um only really in like the last like six months or so i i don't know there's something that's a, almost a little like cringy sometimes watching the newer stuff where the, like because it's like they're just so rich that it's almost like sickening rich yeah i mean that sounds like i have no complaints i don't know i enjoy watching it it's beautiful <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so that's so each to their own right but i will tell you this you know i feel like i'm seeing much more of kylie in this season than i have ever seen in the show's history which is quite interesting seeing as the fact that she just gave birth to her second child so you would think this would be a time that she was extremely private and she did experience some um i just sometimes have to wonder like if like kylie's ever like why can't jenner be part of the show name too like i'm the richest of all you bitches yeah well you know she doesn't want to do the work and yeah. carry the show that's why her name's not you know in it but i will say it was um she 
it was maybe nice that she did kind of show her face a little bit more this season because she's dealing with some real um, depression issues and things like that. And she's not diving deep into it, but it's more than I thought that she would give. So for, and people love Kylie. I don't know what it is, but they love her. So for the girls um, and guys out there who love them, some Kylie, she, and you're not watching the season, she's in it a lot more. So still don't know her son's name. <laughs> God. Speaking of um, talking about, you know, on, an, on a public platform like television and documentaries and stuff like with mental health, have you watched the uh, Selena Gomez talk? No, I want to watch it so badly. Um, I don't have uh, the Apple TV or whatever it's on. So I'm going to get the trial and watch that because I really want to see that. I did um, watch half of the documentary for uh Chandler from Friends. Oh yeah, from Friends. Matthew Perry. Yeah. Um cuz he had a documentary that just came out or you know where he's promoting his book and that was more not so much on mental health but on addiction and that was I, I plan to finish that too. That was really intense to kind of see. It's great that these folks are stepping out and speaking out and bringing awareness to just if they help one person, you know, they are they're doing great things. So I'm going to watch it. Did you watch it? Selena Gomez, this thing? I haven't watched it yet. Um, I kind of always like different shows, you know, it always depends on the vibe. It's like a show that's on my list, but I feel like I'm going to have to be in just the right mood for that. Yeah. Like that's not something that I'm going to watch while I'm like, you know, having a vodka soda, three limes or three lemons carcass out. But. Yeah, you know, I do like I tend to do like deeper things in the morning, like on a Sunday morning or, you know, um, remember when we were laughing like on the Lord's Day, Ariel watches Dahmer. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but on, on the same note as Selena Gomez, she does also have um, have you ever heard of her little cooking show that she has on HBO? It's like cooking with Selena or something like that. No, how cute. It's It's funny. Like it's. You know, I mean, she's not like a great cook and like the chefs are always like really kind of intense with her. I've watched some of it before and I watched um, the episode with Gordon Ramsay and oh it was God, just God. really funny because I mean, you know how he's just so aggressive and like barks out orders and like he's like, not that pan. She's like, like just like what spiraling. So she's been doing a lot. So she has this documentary. She's got her makeup line. Um I've tried a few pieces, which I've enjoyed. She has that show. She's in the that Hulu show. Um, and then she was, with Steve I think that, and I think that other show might be over now. But she's also recently in that Insatiable show, which I really liked too. That was on Netflix. Really? Wow. Did you see? You were speaking of cooking shows. Did you see Paris Hilton had a little cooking show, like Cooking with Paris or whatever, on yeah. Netflix? Like she did one with Kim Kardashian. She did one with um. Kathy and Nikki Hilton. Because like that was one of the first times I've seen something. Because that was around the time you know that was like last year. Or so yeah, like, when it was when like the documentary it was still new out. on uh, on the Housewives. So yeah, it was really interesting and it really like you're like wow. I can like a lot of stuff makes sense about both of their ways of being. Oh, like, for you sure. Watch them interact. Wait, so Paris and Love. If you did, you watch Paris and Love? Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely where you got to see a lot of them. Yeah, there's a lot. You know, I gotta. I think I'm gonna have to get HBO Max again because White Lotus came out again, and I'm like, I need to watch this. I need to watch The Watcher on Netflix. I haven't got on that. There's a lot of things on my list. So, 
I know. I haven't started because so also um, the weekend that we're recording this, they just came out with um, Mauricio's new show on Netflix, too. I haven't really watched any of that yet. I started it. I watched a couple episodes and I did not realize it's basically a show about Kyle's family. It is about Alexia. She is the main star. Farah is the second star and Mauricio is the third there. It is about Kyle's family. It is crazy. Alexia is a little Kyle. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Kyle should almost consider because I've heard that the show is a really good success and like it is people are loving seeing more of that family dynamic. So I don't know, maybe Kyle should just transition out of Housewives while she's ahead of the game because, you know, this last season wasn't very good for her. Like, I think she's Even before all the Kathy stuff, people were already getting mad at her with, like, the Crystal stuff, the Sutton stuff, the Garcelle stuff, like... Yeah, she was on the... She was everybody on everybody's shit list. But they did say that Beverly Hills is not coming back to record right away like they normally do, and that it's... They're taking a... They're taking a beat. They're going to wait until after January to assess the situation because, I don't know, word on the street. Word Good. On the street now now everyone knows how us Rony fans feel. So it could, I don't know if it's going to be a full-on Rony reboot type of thing with, for Beverly Hills, but word on the street is that it might be like similar to how they did with the OC cast. So we'll see, but something's got to give. And I would love I'm for hope that, that doesn't mean Teddy's coming back. Cause I saw that rumor. Well, I'm going to be really pissed off if Teddy comes back. Like bring me Faye Resnick, bring me Camille Grammer. Basically I want to bring on, like I want Lisa Renna gone, but I want all of the people that Lisa Renna's wronged to come back. Bring, I will take Brandy Glanville. I will take Faye Resnick. I will take, give me, give me, Anybody there, there's just like so many casting possibilities for this show. Oh my god, did you hear who they said is coming on? Is Nia Long? I hadn't heard that. Yes. So I had saw that Nia Long is apparently in talks to join the show. And you know, Nia Long just had a really big controversy that happened because her, I don't know if he's her fiance or her her her, her husband. Like I mentioned it to my husband just the other day and he knew exactly what it was her fiance or her husband basically was fucking somebody in he's like a famous basketball coach for like oh, one of the God. one of the famous teams and he was fucking somebody in the organization and apparently it was so bad that they can't even say what he did so he's been suspended for the time being not fired or anything like that so basically she was like go fuck yourself and so that's her storyline right now that's a hot body she's hot she's friends with garcelle that's what i want more of like let's bring on more friend because like, like why is everyone always lisa renna's fucking friend right or they make that up she just like brings on just to fuck them over but or they're not even really friends of anybody yeah you know what i mean outside of denise richards was really her friend i guess but garcelle and her were really only easily passed off as friends because they were both in the hollywood business together but really that is Garcelle's friend. Like they brought Garcelle's real friend on this season, which I would like to see um, her a full time. Yeah. Sheree, I would like to see her as a full time. Give me more of her. I enjoy her on social media. I think she's stunning. She's got great fashion. She's funny as shit. And she's not exactly like Garcelle. She's different than Garcelle. So I think she's a fun little quirk, you know? 
Love that. Yeah. Okay. So there's one other thing I really, I want to touch on really quick before we, because we're, what we're here for city, <laughs> but I want to talk about the new fan um, podcast that's doing a rewatch. This person has talked so bad about the housewives and now she's okay with the housewives because I guess she needs a couple coins in her pocket. But again, she's just a fan. Some woman named Bethany Frankel may or may not know her. Um, thoughts? Oh my gosh. I feel like she's a fraud. She's a fake. She's a phony. Go to and, sleep. <laughs> you know, yeah, go to sleep. Like, she now she wants to mention it all again. You know, she's like, and then she takes a dig and says, I know. I'm not going to be another rewatch podcast. You guys are going to be so mad you didn't think of this first. And then she talks with random celebrities it's like who all have never even heard of the show. It's like all of the fans did think about this. They just don't have access to the celebrities. Exactly. And those celebrities she picked have never, most of them haven't even watched the show. They only did once they got booked for her podcast. So I don't even know how that is like, I don't know. I'm over it. I'm over her. And yeah, Carol comments. Like it's almost like uh, competing grounds with like the two T's in a pod because I mean, they don't have people quite the same caliber as like what Bethany is going to get. But the fact that they're always interviewing housewives and talking about the shows, it just feels like this is this how people make money now that used to be on Bravo. It's like Bethany should have plenty. So does she really need to do a podcast about this? I mean, I thought she was like a TikTok beauty influencer now. So now she's doing this again. I, I don't know. And then Luann's not happy. She did I a podcast. Loved that. Luann called it, um, you know, it's her latest of many failed pivots and that it's desperate. Like, Reader Luann, read yep. that bitch. Yep. And then also um, Princess Carol made a comment publicly on Twitter. Yep. And you guys know where we stand in the whole Carol versus Bethany. And if you don't, go listen to our season 10 rewatch podcast. And I just think it's ironic mostly that this is happening. Because if, if, if you watched season 10 with us or if you remember... Bethany's whole thing is about Carol not having a career and she needs to get a job and stuff like that. And it's like, well, now Bethany's out here fucking a fan watching a show that she doesn't even like. I mean, and that, that just pisses me off. Even when you just said it again, it's like such a reach. What an insult for Bethany to ever even say that to Carol, who was like in the war on the ground, like they're reporting for ABC news for all those years, like how she was so dismissive and disrespectful to all of the work that she has put in is just. And I'm just like, Bethany, weren't you the one that was like having <laughs> sex on a waterbed and doing softcore porn? <laughs> I am. I'm pretty sure Carol brought that up at the reunion. She was like, well, I was covering the war in Afghanistan when you were still in like B movies. <laughs> Yeah, that she did say that. So I don't know. I just feel like it's 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 not. It just feels yucky. Yeah, <laughs> it just feels it's not. I think she should just stayed on her little TikTok beauty train. This this pivot it's not authentic either. This pivot is so random, so unnecessary, and so on the heels of BravoCon, and 
Because it's like, you know, every time that people have asked her if she'd come back to Housewives, she like rips the show and acts like she's way too good for it. And it's like, it'd be a whole different thing. Like, because, you know, she's going to be watching all these different episodes from other franchises too, I guess. But it'd be another thing. She's like, you know, I love watching the shows. I just don't want to be on like that side of it anymore. I just want to be on the viewer side. Well, you know what will be interesting to see since she's going to be watching other iconic episodes and commenting on it? Let her comment on Tamara Judge and all these other housewives and think that they're not going to come back with something to say for her. So go ahead. That will be what's entertaining is seeing everybody come after you and eat your ass up for you just saying whatever you want to say. And I'm not trying to say like like aggressive. And they're going to come for her because the game right. is a lot different than she thinks that it, that it is. It, like. it's the, yes. And every franchise is different. Like you're not going to talk to the Atlanta ladies the same way you would talk to the Beverly Hills ladies or the Potomac ladies or the OC ladies. Everybody's going to Jen Shaw is going to react differently than Tamara, then, you know, then Karen, then Robin. Like you're going to get a different reaction from everybody and you fuck around and you mess with the wrong sweet person like Candy she will fuck your ass up. Yep. So it's just like, let's just see how this all plays out. We'll see, though. But I think that Bethany's at least a little smart to know who the players are in the game. She's not going to go hard for, like, Nini or, like, somebody like that, right? I don't know. Maybe. I Hopefully. We'll I mean, she, <laughs> she's crazy. But All right. Well, you know Anyways. what? Right now, I feel like the main Housewife franchise we should be focusing on it's Salt Lake City because we're finally getting some momentum with them so far this season. Now we're, you know, six episodes in and we're getting some traction and we're seeing how all of the dynamics are changing. Are you caught up? You're good. You're how, what are you thinking? Where's your brain at in terms of the, the cast this season? So, I mean, you know, the, ca- the cast is still good. I mean, it's the same cast that we've had. We've had, you know, the drop off of Jenny and Mary, which I was surprised there wasn't even a mention of Mary because they, I know that they filmed a scene outside of her church, like Heather and Jen, when it was all like boarded up and stuff. So I'm surprised there wasn't even like that moment, but maybe they're like, let's just not even fuck with this woman. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's, it's already off to an interesting start. I mean, we've got a lot of changing dynamics um so i mean the other thing that you have to like keep in mind and like especially like when you're seeing how mad meredith still is at lisa they started filming this season of um salt lake city like a week after they wrapped the reunion yeah and that's like when they saw all of that footage like the hot mic moment and stuff for the first time was like a week or two earlier oh yeah meredith was still seething mad at lisa And that season picked up right where they left off because she wants nothing to do with Lisa and wants to play victim across the board while being vindictive and spewing hate now because she's so in in such disgust. And her allies and her loyalties have majorly shifted this season. They really have. And... I don't know. There, there was a moment at BravoCon too, like with the Salt Lake City ladies, because you know, like Jen Shaw was uninvited because Bravo sort of cut the ties with her more or less after her guilty plea. But <clears throat> they asked like which side of the couch or which couch Jen would be on, and like they were like bragging, like Heather and Meredith were like almost like bragging, like she'd be on our side. And it's like 
whoa, like, Why, like yeah. that, that, that's not the team that I would want. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't always love Whitney, but I would not want to be on a team with a criminal. Well, it's so cringe to watch Jen continue to plead her innocence throughout the season when we now know that she has pled guilty. And so, you know, we saw her take her mom's entire retirement fund last season. That was so hard. We see her having these deep conversations with her husband, whether it's in a ball pit at us, you know, at a jumpy trampoline park or and everyone's constantly saying you're, she's in the fight of her life. And it's like, well, she laid over. I know. And it's, you know, I look, I feel for her child, her child. I, when she's talking about her son, Omar and, you know, her coming in and seeing him crying and him being so upset, that's devastating that her son is going through that because she did that to him, unfortunately. And she's, probably in so much more pain because she knows she's responsible for that pain. And that sucks. Yeah, it really does. I mean, it's, it's been a little bit hard for me to watch a lot of scenes with her. I mean, she still has a lot of entertainment value and stuff, but it's just like, I'm already over her talking about her innocence. It's like, how many months are we going to, how long is this season going to be? Yeah. I'm curious to see when the plea comes in, uh, like what point in the season, um, because obviously we're going to see a shift again, but I just think that, I just think that it's hard to watch it because we know what's happening on the screen, not to be true. That's what's hard with me with these shows when there's so much time that passes from the time that they record to actually errors. It's like, okay, like we know you're already married. We know you already got divorced. We know that you guys are already, you're already in rehab and came out and went back twice. Like we, you know, whatever the story is, we kind of already know what's happened. So it's hard. But with this, it's almost like, huh, how's this going to play out? Because you've got Meredith and Heather writing so hard for you and they're still writing for you. So I, that's what's crazy to me because like I've seen Heather in interviews now that's like, well, now we just need to support her more than ever. And it's like, you know, I know that, like, you don't want to, like, ditch your friend while they're down and stuff, but, like, the crimes that she has pled to are pretty crazy. It's a it's, lot. And so everyone's like, why? There's this double standard with Teresa and all and all that stuff. And it's like, don't even get me started. First of all, that was more about Teresa's husband, and it's she different. signed some fucking papers, and they're married. That's okay. why that happened. And Coach Shaw's to going to be lucky if he doesn't have to deal with some of this, too. Because I, like, I haven't really heard much of like he has any sort of potential liability in this case, but um, well, and you know this kind of stuff has you no have... knowledge. But you would think that he at some point would have been like, "Where's all this money coming from? We were living in a two hundred thousand dollar house before. How are we living in this like ski lodge?" He knew, but on these types of things, you just have to deal with it on a case by case basis because every situation is different, and they. You, I feel like the Teresa, you know how I feel about Teresa, but it doesn't even come close into the realms of the Jen Shaw, the Erica Jane. I mean, they are just apples and fucking baseballs. They're two yeah. totally different it's things. Like, in Teresa's case, they like what? Ripped off the government and banks? Like, yeah. Okay. They, honestly, they, it's different. Yeah. They're, it's, they're, it's they weren't different. widows, orphans, and elderly people. Yeah, I really, I really agree. It's different. I mean, it's still a fucking crime and it's wrong, but you know, but you know, and then this season we see the, the shift in the allegiance with, um, 
Whitney and Heather because they have their cousins. They, you know, bad weather. They are were ride or die for each other. And as of the most recent episode, they are on the outs. And as of current day, they are still on the outs. Now, I know that Heather has made comments stating um, in the media that they're cousins. So she hopes that one day they'll be okay. But they're not right now. Yeah. I mean, whose side are you on? Do you believe Whitney that Heather actually did know about those rumors and heard them from Angie Harrington? Or do you believe Heather saying that she's never heard those rumors before? I want to believe Heather because just the way that Whitney went about it is just like annoying because Whitney just annoys the shit out of me. She's almost got that Teddy factor to her. <laughs> but I, I don't know. Like if, even if they did like, Oh my God, we all didn't like Lisa. If I'm like Heather, right. We all didn't like Lisa. So why are you talking about it? I'll just shut the fuck up. Like, to, I feel like I was about 75, 25, believing more Whitney. I, I can just see, I don't know why Whitney would lie about that much. Exactly. And then the part that made me actually be like, okay, I actually 100% believe this when I found out that Angie H's husband created a fake, Insta, fake Instagram account to troll Lisa Barlow. Yeah, once so I found out. I think that she was probably talking shit about him abs or shit about Lisa Barlow absolutely. A hundred percent. Once I found that out too, then it added a, an entirely new level to the situation. And the fact that Jen kept her mouth shut and didn't even bring it up to Heather at all. And I get why Jen felt like it was a major jab at her family, because it wasn't like Jen Shaw, it was Shaw, and I guess it is grouped like at the as the family, but obviously that's going to get attention. And, but the fact that this grown ass man created a finsta for his thirsty ass wife, who I don't even want this woman on the show. No. I'm just like, Bleh. go away. Bye. I've already got enough vanilla ice cream. Yeah. I, I can't with her. She needs to go. So it's like how, like what a pussy, like you're some grown ass man and you have to hide behind a fake account. It's like, it's like, get me a man like John Barlow. That'll tell that man to fuck off when he sees him. And right to his face. And that's yep. the thing. Like, it's just such the opposite of any way that me or anybody in my circle would roll that. It's just so, I just can't even understand that. And I'm like, okay, bye-bye. Like, I don't even want you on my screen. You're not even fun to watch. It's and she's so just like thirsty. Pathetic. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. But I digress. It's whatever. Cause you know, okay, but you know what? We did get a fun little like mini trip right off the bat um on the season because Whitney planned a little trip to um Arizona, which was supposed to be relaxing. It was supposed to be a hilling trip. Yeah. And that was they did have one weird moment where they I don't know, they were like with a spiritual healer and they all started crying and it was like wild. That thing was weird. That was weird. And then Meredith and Lisa had to sit next to each other. <laughs> yeah. It's just sort of interesting the little dance that they're doing. And again, like a lot of times when we watch these housewives, there's probably like more of like a three month gap between like them finishing filming and like starting up again and all of that. But like because I don't think that they're always filming when their show is currently on either. So that added a whole extra like weird layer to things because then we started seeing, you know, like Heather and Lisa were being pretty cool on the trip. 
But then, like, after the trip, now they're starting to get mad with each other again because clearly Lisa Barlow posted that whole thing with the obituary because of what was said at the reunion that was airing that that present day. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That's the you know, I, mean, I thought we moved past this. And it's like, well, we did, but you know, you're making that on TV. I'm seeing your confessionals. Yeah, I want and I want to clear my name. So I get it. And she was like, maybe there was a and now Lisa has, you know, since said there was probably a better way to do it. And I shouldn't have posted the obituary, but I was just trying to prove a point. And I get what she was saying, but no, she shouldn't have posted her dad's obituary. It's kind of like there's certain things and death, like of your parent, that's definitely one of them. But I mean, and then you know, we've been dealing with a lot of overwhelming emotions I feel like from all of the castmates you know you've got Meredith Meredith still reeling from the death of her husband you know for her um father and she's dealing with a lot with her friendship with Lisa then you've got Heather dealing with all the stuff with her family Whitney you know you've got Jen Shaw going to jail you've got Whitney who's just unlocked some crazy memory about being abused as a child and she basically blocked out a large portion of her life and she is being just washed over with an overwhelming amount of emotions yeah it's it's hard to watch the girls are all just in like a weird state right now (laughs) Can I tell you, though, what brought me so much joy and something that I did not know that I needed was these choir tryouts that happened. It's the most random thing I think I've ever seen on Housewives. It's like Heather was more or less like, what could I do to do the most? Wait, and when she gave Meredith the boot and she's like so you're gonna wait when she told Jen that Jen was Ryan Seacrest and then what like first Jen was like wait I thought I was a judge and then she's like is Ryan Seacrest the judge and then she's like oh oh all right all right yeah I'm the star of the show okay and then when she told Meredith you gotta go and be her sidekick Meredith was like what wait I got demoted from judge to assistant. <laughs> oh, that was so good. I loved that. That was a really funny scene. And then they flashed to Lisa Barlow doing her vocal exercises with John. Just the best ever. I do feel like, I, I have to say, I feel like um, Meredith maybe seems a little bit more like present in her scenes now. Um, I don't know. I feel like her first and like a lot of the second season, it just felt like she was like, I don't know, like mentally disconnected or something. And I don't know like if that had to do with like at the time her marriage problems and then losing her dad and all of that stuff. But well, also remember this is season three, the first season, they try to act perfect. The second season, they try to rectify the way that they looked on the first season. And so you either get a it second turns season. turns out worse, usually. Yeah, or it turns out worse, which is usually the latter turns out worse. And then on season three, I think, is when we really start to see who the fuck these women are. Yeah. And I think that they are, we're, la- we're um, removing more layers. Yeah, so, I agree. What did you think of the season, the, the uh, scene with Brooks? And his dad, when he's like, I've had a boyfriend for two years. And then his dad starts talking about Brett Favre. And he's like, because he's a sexy motherfucker. I was like, oh, that scene was so like, good to me. It's just awkward. Like, these two are so strange. And it's he like, so, it made me wonder. I was like, so is Brooks out now? Or yeah. should we not be assuming anything? Like, No, it was so good. But I laughed at Meredith's face when she was looking at 
her husband when he was saying that. And he's like, because you want to know why? And, and Meredith's like, I don't understand what his obsession is with Brett Favre. Like, I don't see it. And then they like flash to a picture of Brett Favre. And I'm like, this is too good. That scene was nothing about Brooks for me, quite frankly. It was all about Seth and his yeah. obsession with Brett Favre. I got such a kick out of that. I'm sure like so, there's so many times when we're seeing Meredith and Seth together that, you know, Meredith's like, Oh my gosh, Seth. Oh, for sure. For <laughs> I know. Sure. I mean, every wife and I feel like is like that with their husband or I'm sure you're like that with your, maybe your husband's like that with you. Probably. <laughs> I think it's the other way around for you guys. Probably. I can I see it. that. But yeah. So, I mean, so far it's going pretty good. I mean, so then, you know, one of the other relationships that we're seeing having some, some situations with is Whitney and her husband. Cause he just lost his job because of the show. I was like, Oh, it, that, that, that's where it starts getting really messy because you know, that happened and you know, Whitney's mad at the company, which I mean, I get it, but it's like you companies want a certain image and they can't have people, especially someone that's like in sales being like, you know, face of the company out there when his wife is like wilding out on TV the way I feel he, like it's probably not even just the sex stuff. Cause I mean, Whitney does some pretty like, just like wild shit in general. Like the whole, I feel like <laughs> when she tore up that friendship card, I was cracking up. I was like, that's something so drunk and so petty that I would do that. Like, And then Heather could not let it go. She was just like focused on her ripping that card up too. It's like, what, what the fuck is a friendship card? I needed a little bit more elaboration on that. I think she wrote her a, a card and then she just like you know love your cousin like you know we're blah 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 like bad weather forever yeah or something like that like gave her like a little card maybe with like a little gift or something when they got there i think it was like part of her like a swag bag i could be making that up but yeah i mean i don't know i feel like it's been i'm i'm still waiting for more to happen so while it's been a good season i feel like there's got to be another leg to kind of drop or something's gotta happen i'm waiting yeah i mean so tonight we're recording this on sunday um we will get a little bit more of a fight the whole fight basically the fallout of finding out that angie h's husband is trolling lisa barlow and jen shaw and there's like a whole battle of the friends of happening um team angie k and uh dan is there too and it's like just a complete mess like Angie was on Jen's side and even Jen was just shut up like because Jen wanted to like Jen's like this is my turn to yell at her well and we still have the other you know we have some new housewives too that are that we still have to see come into the mix right or more friends of there's a couple of them there's like three together I think it's the two Angie's and Dana yeah like I'm waiting for the which is the girl that says something Jen Shaw about her books that's uh that's dana she's appeared but she hasn't really not much she hasn't said anything really yeah so i'm waiting to see like so we're gonna get some more because obviously that was one of the big scenes in the promo when when the trailer dropped for the season so i know that we've got a lot more in store and we'll definitely be reporting back and touching on salt lake city before the end of the season because you know these women do not 
disappoint. So, um, but make sure that you guys are checking out some of our past episodes. We had some really fun interviews. We did one with Chris Medina. We just dropped our Roni uh, season 10, like Ricky said, and we're going to be popping in for some more of these critic critiques over the next couple weeks. If there's something you guys want to hear about, drop a line on our DMs and let us know. Uh, make sure that you are giving us some love uh, wherever you guys are listening to our podcast. So that's rating, liking, subscribing, and commenting. It means a lot to us, guys. And make sure you're following on uh, following us on all of our accounts. You've got Ricky at that Bravo Gay, myself at Bravo and T, and then our collective podcast account, Bravo Critics. Uh, until next time, all. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Everyone's a critic. <laughs>